0: Hello, welcome to the self-learning podcast by Dr. Shushma Singh. Let us start discussion on unit 8 hermeneutics and our topic is philosophical hermeneutics. Getting back to our main story, when while Dilthi methodological concerns were further developed by the Enrico Betti, Hans George Gadamer, took the discussion of hermeneutics to a different plane. Gadamer argued that if one were to take seriously the claim of understanding being a category of life, then one could not see the hermeneutics narrowly as a methodological tool, but one had to instead speak of universal hermeneutics. Since all human experience had a hermeneutics dimension in an unself conscious manner, we are engaged in the hermeneutic task of understanding all the time. But we only become conscious of it when we have an experience of misunderstanding, when we feel that we have not read the situation correctly. Just as breathing is a constant part of us, as long as we live, so is understanding of a part of our being in the world. In the introduction to the truth and method, Gadamer categorically stated that the hermeneutics he was developing was not a methodology of the human sciences, the philosophical questions of Truth and method were. What is understanding and how is understanding possible? Gadamer defined hermeneutics as the basic being in motion of their being, which constitutes its finiteness and historicity and hence includes the whole of its experience of the world. The study of hermeneutics is thus the study of being and ultimately the study of language because being that can be understood is language. In his thinking about hermeneutics Gadamer much more than Dilthe and Schleimacher also problematized the position of the investigator. For Gadamer, any interpretation of the past, whether by the historian, philosopher, or linguistic, are as much a creator of the interpreter's own time and place as the phenomena under investigation was of its own period in history. The interpreter are always guided in their understanding of the past by their own particular set of prejudices. Acts of understanding or interpretation require the overcoming of the strangeness of the phenomena to be understood and its transformation into an object of familiarity in which the horizon of the historical phenomena and that of the interpreter become united. This fusion of horizons between the object and subject of study is possible because the historical object and the hermeneutics operation of the interpreter are both part of the overriding historical and cultural tradition or continuum, which. Gadamer Karl's effective history. Now, let us move to the next point, the hermeneutics of suspicion. Our next thinker who had made a contribution to hermeneutics is Jorgen Habermas. Since Habermas came to hermeneutics from a Marxism mediated by the Frankfurt School. His methodological principles show the influence of both Marxist and the feudal theory. For Habermas, the history of the human sciences shows that human beings pursued knowledge in order to fulfill three interests, namely the knowledge constitutive interest of the empirical analytic science is in technical control. Second, the knowledge constitutive interest of the cultural sciences is practical. And third is the knowledge constitutive interest of the critical sciences is in emancipating. Po- positing a relation between the logical methodological rules of a science and its knowledge constitutive interest, Habermas argued that the methodological structure of Fedualian psychoanalysis is pragmatic for a critical society of science. Habermas calls the method of psychoanalysis a form of depth hermeneutics which incorporates explanation and understanding into a science oriented towards methodological self-reflection. Successful psychoanalytic practice is defined in term of the patient himself or herself being able to understand and overcome his or her neurosis. This idea can be generated a position that the human being unlike objects in nature have a consciousness and an understanding of what it is that they are doing. If social scientist does not want to stay limited to this understanding, she or he is also not to ignore it by calling it false consciousness. Habermas uses this category of depth hermeneutics to contest Gadamer's concept of philosophical or universal hermeneutics. Habermas allows that understanding the meaning of something that seems unfamiliar can come about when that unfamiliar action is placed in its historical and social context. But in this case of what he calls systematically distorted communication, he points to the problem of lack of understanding which remains even when the action is conceptualized. We can use this example of neurosis, say the compulsive washing of hands, to illustrate the point if we seek to understand the meaning of someone constantly washing hands over and above the placing of that someone in her or his social horizon. We need to also unearth the event when triggered that the neurosis in a person. In order to understand this case. We have to first explain it. Wanting to employ depth human analytics as a resource for the emancipatory interest of the critical sciences, Habermas asks us to be conscious of the problem of the understanding turning into reconciliation in Getermanian hermeneutics. Unless we are conscious of the possibility of systematic distortion, the strangeness of the phenomena might be overcome not through explanatory understanding but through reconciliation. Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast. Thank you.